Today on Power Tips Unscripted, we talk to Dave Supple, founder and CEO of New England Design and Construction in Boston, Massachusetts. Did you know that all builders were once design-build? Well, something happened along the way, and the industry became separated. Dave is here to share the truth behind design-build and explain why he began the design-build movement. And we'll hear all about it in just a minute. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Are these really the questions that I was called here to answer? Hi, I'm Victoria Downing, and welcome to Power Tips Unscripted, where we talk about tips, tactics, and techniques to help you build a strong, profitable remodeling company. And I'm here today with my co-host, Mark Harari. How are you today? I'm peachy keen. It's starting to get cold outside. (laughs) Yeah, it's that time of year. Yeah. So, cool topic today. I'm curious. I didn't know. I thought design builds. I thought that was a relatively new concept. Yeah, me too. You know, back when Linda Case and I first were in business together, we wrote a book called uh, Mastering the Design Build Remodeling Company. And we talked a lot about the different ways to go about building a design build company. But, you know, I never really knew much about the historic implications and, you know, I think it's the only way to go. Apparently, personally. apparently you wrote a history book. Yeah, 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 really. There you go. So I'm excited about today. So shall we dive in? Yes, please. All right. Dave Supple, as Mark said, is the CEO and founder of New England Design and Construction in Boston, Massachusetts. He's grown to be a leader in the design build excellence, winning over 30 awards, and he's been written about in over 30 publications over the past 14 years. In addition to expanding the company, David has started the Design Build Movement, a forum with the purpose of educating society on this topic with the end goal of creating better buildings. Welcome, Dave. Hey, guys. Hey, Mark. Hey, Victoria. Thank you for having me. Well, you bet. It's great to have you in Design Build. you got to love it. Again, I think it's the best way to go in this industry, but... For sure. For sure. How did you get into this industry and get into having such a passion for Design Build? Yeah, so I... Uh, you know, in high school, I had a teacher who was an art history class and she showed us slides from buildings she'd been to in Europe, uh, Notre Dame, the Sistine Chapel. And I, I was blown away. And that started my kind of a decision there to go down the route. I wanted to create those types of spaces, you mm-hmm. know, and I was directed to, well, you go to school to be an architect mm-hmm. to do that. And so that's what I did. I majored in architecture. And then I started practicing as an architect uh, in an in a, in a architecture studio. Okay. And pretty much right away, I realized I didn't know what I was doing. You know, Even I though never, you'd, you'd been, how long does it take to get a degree in architecture? Quite a while, right? I had an under, undergraduate degree. Okay. And so four years. Okay. And, um, you know, to, to get a master's, which I, which I did not do, I would go another uh, two years. You can do a five-year program as well if you just start off that way. So, uh, but I had gone to school for four years. I had a degree in architecture. And basically how that is, is, you know, the way an architect is trained today, I compare it to going to school to be a chef. But in those four years, five, six years, you never cooked anything. <laughs> All you did was learn how to write recipes, right? So you mm-hmm. learn the theory about it, but you never get into it. I had never built anything in my life. Ah. So I'm, I'm at a desk 
with a computer, with a pen and paper, and I'm drawing things that are going to be built. I'm telling people how to build it and what to build, but I, I had never built anything in my life. Mm-hmm. So I felt extremely deficient and just very not confident, right? I, I had a lot of uncertainty. I didn't even know what I was looking at sometimes. It was mm-hmm. just lines on pieces of paper to me. And so um, what I did at that point was I, I worked as a carpenter. You know, I knew I knew I needed to fill that void or I was just going to pretend. I was just going to finish, you know, start. I was going to start pretending. And then, you know, and I didn't want to do that. So I knew I needed to have a foundation in building. If that's what I was, my job was going to be to tell folks what to build and how to build it. It only made sense to me naturally that that's what that would be, you know, something to know. Mm -hmm. And so I worked as a carpenter for a while. I was never, I was never a great carpenter, but (laughs) (laughs) I was doing it specifically to fill that void. So I would, I would actually like, I I dug into that subject and I was there as a student, even though I was working, Mm -hmm. I really was doing that. And uh, I did that for a certain amount of time. I actually got let go didn't have a job and then I started uh, New England Design and Construction. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Serendipity there, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. Okay. That's, so that's kind of the, the start of it. Well, so how did you decide to dive into the history and the development of yeah. design build as a process? Just in my just in speaking to folks, just in observing the current scene the first thing where I where it struck me was when I was working in this studio after college, working as an architect. I don't know if I had a conversation with somebody or like how it came about, but they were like, you know, the derivation of the word architect is master builder. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? <laughs> and this this in itself, I'd say even in our industry, I'd say the majority, over 50% do not know this. Mm. And, but it's extremely significant because that, that's what the word meant. Like you have an apprentice, a journeyman, and then a master, right? That's still, you still have that in some trades. So once you've got to be a master, then you could go back and direct and tell folks how to build and what to build. And that's when you when that's when the design hat more came to be. But but you had already risen up the ranks to that point. And so that just hit me like a ton of bricks because that's what I was experiencing. Right. I'm like, oh, oh, my gosh. Like, okay. And then I set on this path to kind of fill that void. But and then in school, you know, I had gone to school. So I had. But it's what I had been taught was about styles of architecture you know the history of architecture really focuses on the style of buildings and i I don't know i just started to get an interest in it i started to look into it and when i did i found that for the great majority of history if you look at civilized history as say six thousand years it's only been about a hundred years where it's been separated you go back, you, if you look in a dictionary, an English dictionary in the 1800s, and you look up the word architect, it's defined as a head builder. You uh-huh. look up the word builder, it's defined as an architect. 
And it's been made to appear like it was always separated, but it, it's, it, it is not, it could not be further than the truth. It was like a PR stunt, really. So what's the benefit to the architects to have separated this from? Good question. Good question. And I'll tell you. So in the 1800s, you had this big push for professionalism and to be a gentleman. But with construction and building, you have the you can't get away from the fact that it's blue collar. Right. And Mm -hmm. and you have to sweat and get dirty. And 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 so in terms of a social status, it was very difficult for even these very successful builders or architects. The word is synonymous at this time to get up to a certain social status. So a group of builders, there's 24 of them got together and they're, and you follow their, their history. All these guys were builders. They came from the trades or they apprenticed under somebody who came from the trades Mm -hmm. and they got together and they said, Hey, this is a problem for us. We're going to create this organization. It's going to be the American Institute of Architects. We're going to make it so only we can call ourselves architects and we're going to get the best commissions. We're going to position ourselves. It it was a social status play. These guys wanted to raise up their, you know, rank in the social hierarchy. And they did so. They were very successful. They got the best commissions. But the thing about it is they were builders, so they knew how to build. Mm -hmm. So they could very successfully do that. And they actually still managed and oversaw the execution of projects. They were still responsible for overseeing the execution of the projects. So it really did not start to turn and really get disconnected. This was, you know, mid, later 1800s until it got into universities. That's when it really started to get off track. But at the same time, it's where the apparency like it was always separated came to be because it started in MIT and Harvard in these prestigious institutions that have the apparency of always being there. Right. So if it's if it's coming from there, it must be true. Yeah. It must be right. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So it all started for vanity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it was it was a so it was to, you know, raise these guys so in the social status, really. Right. Right. So I guarantee if these guys could look at what happened, they'd be like, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was not their intention. It was really a short sighted viewpoint. Well, so is is it all um, obviously you're very passionate about it, but is is it all negative? I mean, there's other methods currently yeah. today that that are very successful. You know what? Yeah. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are there are and design build never fully went away, but it almost did. And it was replaced with design bid build, where you have this, you know, design period, a bid period, and then a general contractor is hired. And buildings go up all day with that method. So it's not like it can't be done, but there are lots of ways to bake a cake as well. I could bake a cake and I get out and I'm all messed up and <laughs> I've probably cut myself. And, the, and you know, the, co- the cake is probably edible. <laughs> but it's not the most efficient way to do it, right? So, as we go as we go forth in time, really design build 
is really just the most efficient, the best way to do something. And if you have a best way to do something, let's do that. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Right. So what do you feel? Um, so do you think it behooves other remodelers that are, are driven without the internal design or architect team, they should consider switching? I do. And I've seen even within colleagues who do not call themselves design builders, if you look a little closer, they are, or they're in a design build team, wherein, you know, they sell a pre-construction agreement. They're brought on at the same time as the architect and they're collaborating because what happened once it got into the universities and it got more theoretical, you just had, you had a few evolutions of this, and it really be, there was a disconnect. Architects stopped knowing what things cost. Right. They stopped knowing really how buildings went together, and it's problematic. And you had a void. That void because there had been there was nobody really in charge. That's the construction manager position came in the middle of the 1900s. That came about to fill this void. To, to have a client who could have someone tell them, well, hey, this is what it's going to cost here, start to set up the execution while the design was being done. And it's a natural approach. So it the thing about it is, is design build is going to take over no matter what, because it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, most and so I'm just trying to speed it up because <laughs> most of society doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't know the true history of it. And so I, I'm just say, trying to raise awareness on this subject so it'll happen faster. Yeah. So when you say most society, um, so you're not really just talking about other remodelers and contractors out there. You're saying you want to educate homeowners as well. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I do because I, there's some design build uh, design builders. I really admire in the, in the middle of the 1900s, it was the AIA had put it in their code of ethics that an architect could not build. Okay. That's how segregated and disconnected this got. And, but in the sixties, there was a group of architects who graduated Yale university and they basically, you know, turned around and kind of you know, gave the middle finger, if you will, to that AIA, and they just started building. And these these were the guys who brought back design build or invented design build, right, in terms of, like, the name design build. Mm-hmm. This is where it came from. And these guys are still around, and their work is incredible. Peter Gluck is somebody I admire tremendously. And he actually goes around speaking to AIAs in different cities, and I've been to uh, a talk of his, and what I see is they're not really listening. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And it's not really going to change from within the industry. It's going to change from the consumer being educated and being like, hey, I want that. Right. I don't want that. That uh-huh. doesn't make sense to me. This mm-hmm. is what I want. And then the industry is going to change. Then the universities are going to change, right? So that's why I'm, I'm really targeting the, the consumer. That's a big job. 
Oh, yeah, I need help. <laughs> okay, so how do you, you know, I think that homeowners naturally think the first thing to do is go find an architect. I mean, it's been beat yeah. into them over the years. Yeah. So yeah. how do you position design build with those homeowners? Yeah, great question. So the question I ask on probably 90% of my uh, meetings with clients is, do you know what the derivation of the word architect is? You know, they're mm-hmm. like, no. And I'm like, it's master builder. And I have, you know, I have a lot of content, which I've written and I have videos and, um, but I just educate them in person. And it's a very one for one, unless I find that the design build build method, it's people who have a problem with trusting people or making decisions Mm -hmm. go are more inclined to go for that, which is good because that's not necessarily a client I want. Mm-hmm. But the great majority of folks are like, wow, that makes so much sense. It's so much simpler. If I could have great design, but also while my architect is designing, have certainty on costs for different options for which I'm considering, wouldn't that be the way to go? Mm-hmm. I mean, it naturally makes sense to folks. So it's an easy sell. I love when a client is comparing us to an architect because I know we're offering that plus, you know, and um, they're not going to have them. I'm I'm eliminating all these problems that can occur Mm -hmm. by having it separated. Mm-hmm. I always think of design build as serving the middle, upper middle class and the architects, people that are very wealthy will go to architects yeah. first and then they'll do the, yeah. the design bid build. Yes, yes no, I'd why? I'll tell you why, because the middle, cl- the upper middle class folks, when they get into a design, if their budget is 500,000 and then it, the design comes out to be 750. They might not be able to do the job. Mm-hmm. They might. They're going to need to redesign it. We get calls like this all the time. Hey, I, hey, I hired an architect. My my budget is this. I went out to bid. It's twice the cost. Mm-hmm. I need to. You can't do anything with those plans. Whereas the uber wealthy, they're like, oh, damn. But they do it anyway. <laughs> okay. They just that, have the discretionary that's, they, funds. That's really what I think it is. Like they can, you know what I mean? Like they have the ability to still do the project mm-hmm. and they fall in love. They have fallen in love with the design. Yeah. And they have the ability to still do it. Mm-hmm. But if you ask those uber rich what they would prefer, I mean, what which, which would they prefer? Mm-hmm. Well, again, I think design build makes sense all the way down the line. But, yeah, okay. it's just the fact that you need to bring it. You can't be a contractor in terms of you You need to have high design skills. Yeah. Because those folks want that. And so it doesn't necessarily be, mean that you have to have an architect on staff. You can partner and team up with people that are yeah. outside of your company to, do, exactly. to provide this service. You can. You okay. Can, yeah. All right, great. And I think those... Those folks who um, are in RAR who are the high-end builder, who work with that Uber high-end client who hired the architect, right? they have this design build set up anyway. They've just figured it out where, you know, this 
this client just went after this architect because mm-hmm. he just loves their buildings, right? Yeah. But, but they're they're hired at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that client is actually getting some reliability and throughout the design process is still getting that service mm-hmm. of, hey, here's feedback on what this costs and what could be a better way to do it. Right. Okay. Great. Yeah. Well, Dave, did you know that something that's always been a part of Power Tips Unscripted is the lightning round? And it's never separated from that. So would you like to do that? Oh, I'd love to, yeah. <laughs> and now, here's a Remodeler's Advantage lightning round. It's a trap. <laughs> okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to put 60 seconds on the clock. Are you ready? Yes. What's your favorite business book and why? Oh, good question. I'd say uh, I'm a big Grant Cardone fan. Uh, the 10X uh, rule and uh, Be Obsessed. Or, uh, or be average. Those are two books. Okay, great. If you weren't the owner of a remodeling company, what do you think you'd be doing? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I, I mean, I'd be an architect pretending. <laughs> I knew what I was doing, but I didn't. And what are you not very good at? I was never a great carpenter. You know, I, I was. Uh, I could just figure it out. I had enough tenacity and make it go right, but I. Uh, you know, I was never uh, a highly skilled carpenter. I wish I was. Your room, your desk, or your car, which do you clean first? Oh, my room. How many windows would you estimate are in New York? Jeez Louise. <laughs> ten, ten billion. <laughs> Why do you think a tennis ball is fuzzy? Good. <laughs> and what do you think of garden gnomes? A garden nose? Gnomes. Garden. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll just end it on that. Right, okay. <laughs> Dave, thank you so much for being here. Now, um, you'll you want to tell people how they can learn more about the design yes. build movement? So on Instagram, on Facebook, it's the design build movement. If you just type in design build movement. Okay. And please follow, please share, please collaborate. I'm really trying to educate folks on this subject. And it's it can't, like you said, it's a big job. Yes. And it's going to happen whether we do this or not and make folks aware or not. It's just going to happen faster with us. HGTV mm-hmm. is all is all design build. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People, it's just not being said. Yeah. Okay. So. Great. Well, thank you so much. We're going to, we'll put the... Maybe some of the links or whatever on the show notes. Yes. That'd be okay. awesome. What All about right. what about my five words well, that wait, I said was two Hey, words? we're getting there. You're jumping the gun <laughs> okay. here, buddy. So, oh, man. This, so you got to listen to more of these. So this is how it goes at the end. Okay. Where I oh, say, thank you so much, Dave. And then I say, but wait. Before you go, I want you to share your five words of wisdom with our listening audience and why they resonate with you. Go. I had two words, but Mark and Victoria, I'm just going to blow myself up. Okay. They, they let me know they said five words. So embrace and count. But you should embrace accountability now. There you go. And that's what design build is all about. It's inherent in design build is just being accountable and taking ownership for the full project. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Thank you, Dave. We appreciate you being here. Um, Thank you, guys. This has been great, and uh, good luck with the design build movement. We'll for sure check it out. Thank you, guys. All right. Bye-bye. You know, I've always thought that if I were the owner of a remodeling company, I would be 
a design build firm. Really? It does seem like the most logical method of helping homeowners get the projects they want at the budget that they can afford. Again, you know, I'm not one of your uber rich, so maybe I'd think differently <laughs> if I were. But well, it it does make sense because you've got everything quote unquote under one roof, so the left hand knows what the right hand's doing and it's more consultative, I would think. Mm-hmm. And but you know, I don't know. I've I've seen it work the other way as well. Certainly. Certainly. You know, I mean, yeah, and we certainly have about 20 companies that do the 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 design bid build. They're part of that system and it works beautifully for them. Right. I mean, the the argument to to the other side would be, "Hey, do one thing really 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 well." Right. versus trying to do multiple phases. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, you know, don't get me wrong. I I think design builds the way to go as well. I mean, you, I feel like you have more control mm-hmm. and more opportunities mm-hmm. um, in that method. But I just found it interesting that there was kind of a um, stigma against because of the blue collarness right. of building. So then this movement, this anti movement, happened yeah. early on in the 1800s to kind of say, well, we're, we're the we're the fancy architects, and those are the builders, and let's mm-hmm. separate and distinguish yep. the the difference and. And bringing that to light is just an interesting history lesson. Very much so. Very much so. You know, know, one point I really want to make is I run into this a lot when I'm talking to our roundtable members, that a lot of uh, remodelers start out by thinking that you must have architects or designers on staff in order to be a design-build company. But that is not the case. You can totally be a design-build company by partnering with outside architects and designers to get that piece of work done. That's a key um, distinction. Yes. To be sure. Mm-hmm. And also, and, and I don't know if either Dave doesn't know what a garden gnome is <laughs> or if I just, did I did I not say it clearly? It sounded clear to me, but then I've heard you say it several times. So. Okay. Well, either way. <laughs> Maybe they don't have gnomes in Boston. <laughs> that could know? be the case, yes. Really? Um, well, I think that was very, very interesting. Yes. And I will definitely put all those links in the show notes if anyone wants to check it out and help. Dave, spread the word because that is a massive undertaking to try to get the homeowner educated. No, to kidding. be sure. Yep, yep. So, good. Thank you. We want to thank Dave for being here today, and we want to thank you, as always, for joining us week in and week out. I am Mark Harari, and I'm Victoria Downing. We'll see you next week. This has been another episode of Power Tips Unscripted, the Remodeler's Guide to Business. Visit www.remodelersadvantage.com to learn more about Roundtables, our world-class peer advisory program. There you can also find information about our business consulting services, upcoming live events, and much more. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening. It's a beautiful day.